Good morning. Welcome to the Tom Bernard Show. Co-host Catherine Brandt filling in for Tom Bernard, who's on a top-secret mission, which will not be revealed, I think, for two weeks. So you'll just have to be patient and find out. I'm here with... Tevin Pittman. Andy Brandt-Bernard. Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back after this break. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. <laughs> it's Monday. It definitely is Monday, and it feels like a Monday. Welcome back to the Tom Bernard Show without Tom Bernard again. My God, that guy's got the life of Riley, doesn't he? Yeah, he's been gone quite a bit. I think it's because of all these awards he keeps winning. Right, yeah. they start to go to his head and he's Absolutely. just like, ah, I don't have to show up. Absolutely. We were just down in Chicago and he was on a panel for Radio Boot Camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was very interesting. All these people from all over the country, I guess they do this every year. They are people in small markets and people that do radio promotion and just people in radio i mean radio geeks right really love radio they go and there's all kinds of different panels from how to be a hip-hop star to a you know whatever <laughs> and tom was on the um legends the legends <laughs> panel nice, i think that's a nice way of saying like old yeah, timer. That's I said, yeah that's what i said i said he prefers og thank you yeah. very much um but yeah he was on a, a panel with people that were have been in the industry over 30 years Mm -hmm. and i think three of them have been on the same station for 30 plus years and the other two were just in the industry for over 30 years so it was very interesting really nice people met some podcast listeners they're like Catherine from the podcast. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's what people Tom... listen to this. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> yeah, I think Tom said that Friday on the KQ Morning Show that show that you got recognized because you're on the podcast. Yep, that's weird. That's, I know. That's I have a to weird say. feeling when. Yeah, people that come up to you and you're like, oh, shoot, am I, what did I do? Like, uh, let me read, yeah. live my life. Catherine, I'm like, yeah. first thing, <laughs> what did I do wrong? Oh, yeah, God. very interesting. So anyway, but everybody was very nice. Um, those panels were a little bit rougher than I, I, you know, with social media and everything, people were using like really bad language and telling stories that maybe you wouldn't want out there. I'm not exactly sure. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, this is on camera, and people have CDs and videos of all of this stuff, and it's going to be all over everywhere. So I was a little bit surprised at 
how honest yeah. <laughs> people were. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just thinking you should always self-edit. I mean, I was just cringing sometimes when people like, were talking. I'm like, this could come back and bite you in the butt. Like the <laughs> stuff that they did on air, like in their time on radio? Yeah. or just Yeah, like- lots of questions about what was your, you know, worst story or, you know, management did what to you. Yeah. And I'm like, that could be a burned bridge right there. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, so and he- if, it's, if it's like the legends, too, that are saying it, a lot of times the management has to suck it up because they're not going to get rid of the person that's been there for 30 years and has this huge following so they can kind of – Throw yeah. a little bit more stones in a glass house, if you will. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was so. I was just a little bit shocked at how uh, over. Well, they're radio people, so mm-hmm. they can't help it. When there's an open mic, they just have to talk and talk and talk, and they don't have anybody telling them that they can't swear. Lots <laughs> yeah. of swearing, <laughs> you know. And the management isn't right there, so I think they feel like it's a free forum. Yeah, they're like, mm. oh, this isn't FCC regulated. No. I'm going, I'm going all out. Nope. <laughs> I know, but it's still, you know, I don't know. I just, I have mixed feelings about being super honest when you've got a video camera on you, and yeah, it's out there for all the world to see. Although I do like people who are honest and upfront. I do like well, that. Mm-hmm. I, that's probably why people go to this, uh-huh. and they can ask, you know, uh, questions that. You're never going to hear anybody talk about, yeah, anywhere else but at some place like this. Well, so but Tom did have fun and yeah, had fun. you know, I mean, Tom doesn't have a lot. I say as much fun as he can have at something like that. <laughs> well, I'm sure his fun when it was going to his favorite restaurants and eating good right. food. He's yes, always of talks- course we had to go to and we went to Gene and Giorgetti's, his favorite, mm-hmm. and uh, we ate at Shula's, which he's never been to before. You know they're football guy yeah yeah don shula yeah he's got a bunch of those restaurants okay. which he really liked that that was really good tons of shula memorabilia and all kinds of i, I had no idea that he was like such a big deal that, you know, i'm like, like i remember of, like, hearing greatest, he was the coach of like the undefeated team i believe for the dolphins right? oh like forever so. yeah they were undefeated. Like one of the greatest coaches in the history. He's got of the, NFL. the best, uh, yeah, the winning, win, winningness, winningest coach, and uh, something about how many undefeated games in a row was some. You know, oh yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Big football fan. Big, <laughs> big fan. I'm sure you fangirled out when you were. The I was like, oh, the there's restaurant. another signed football. Hello. Welcome to Skype. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, oh dear. What Hi, Skype. Why hey. did they? Why did they ruin Skype? I don't, I get don't it. know. Upgrades. Skype, yeah, Skype has gotten so complicated to use. Oh, it just doesn't work anymore. I have. Yeah. A I lot of the a... things that you could do before just can't do anymore. Yeah, and you so have to keep we're going like, to have to get something else. Resetting stuff. Find out about something called Opal. Opal. Yep. Somebody, Opal? somebody said something Opal. Like. Okay. Um, yeah, they said something about do you guys use Opal like everybody else seems to be doing these days? I'm like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. I've never even heard of it. Yet. I am not the people with the computers. <laughs> I don't do that stuff. You just relay the message. You're the messenger. I do. So, ooh, oh. is that Tim Lammers? Yes, it is. Yay. Hi, Tim. Hello. Is it working? We just had to up, update Skype, so. Yep. Uh, yes, it is. Oh, I can actually, hear you just fine. Actually, you can sound, you hear me okay? Yeah, actually, you sound better, I think, than it's normal. It's like you're in the room, Tim. Right? I am I am there in spirit. How about that? And maybe they did a better upgrade than normal. Oh. See, we take everything back, Skype. We're <laughs> <laughs> messing with we, the audio. We've been bashing you forever, and now you finally did something good. Yay, Skype. How are you, Tim? Tom's on a I'm secret mission. I'm very well, thank you. Good. Uh, Alex went and saw uh, Mama Mia uh, with her okay. friend. And? Uh, she said if they hadn't had wine, <laughs> <laughs> it would have been much worse. <laughs> That's you know, the funny thing about that movie is, and it is, there's nothing that can compare to that first one. I love that first one. Yeah. yeah it the had second a charm. one, you know, we walked out of it thinking, uh, it's just okay. You know, maybe even mediocre. I mean, it just didn't have the magic of the first one. But I love ABBA or ABBA. I don't know. We don't know how to pronounce it properly. Nobody does. Um, I'm going to go with ABBA because I've always said ABBA. Yeah, me too. That's been on heavy rotation in the household, the the soundtrack. Mm. And I get the feeling that 
when I see it again, because I will see it again, because not all the songs are as familiar in the second one as the first one, but once you get to know the songs, I'm thinking, well, that might have something to do with it, because, you know, we got all the great hits okay. in that first Mamma Mia. Right. And now this one, we get some of them again, a repeat of some of them, different people singing them. But we also get uh, it's a fair share that, you know, just aren't as familiar. But obviously they, you know, they had to take some sort of, you know, different turn with this movie because it's a, it's a sequel. They couldn't do all the same songs again. So I, I just think that I'll probably like it more the second time. I'll tell you for sure when it comes on video, but... Uh, yeah, it seems like um, we're not the only ones disappointed, or, or Alex, or whoever, you know. So I wouldn't expect it to be all that great. <laughs> sim- well, here's the, it, the, big pro- the biggest problem I had with it, and I tried not to pay attention to it prior to. Some people knew already that Meryl wasn't going to be in it a lot. She's in it one scene hmm. at the very end. And then they have the end credits where every the whole cast sings a, a song, which is great. Um, and she's in that, too. But as far as the actual movie, she's in it one scene. So I thought, well, geez, they really used her. They really milked her presence to sell this picture. You thought that, well, we're gonna get, this is going to be a lot of Meryl Streep again, and it, and it really wasn't. So they, but it was a very strong scene. I will give them that much. The scene that she was in was great. So they saved again, her for the last so people would stay at the theater and watch the real uh, Maybe. <laughs> you that know, that? Well, her and Cher. Cher didn't really have that big of a role, but she was in it longer than, than Meryl was. Oh. Maybe two or three scenes uh, um, Cher was in. But she's great, too. And then the other thing you realize is how the cast just pales in comparison to a real singer. Like Cher. I mean, Cher is great when she sings Fernando and Andy Garcia tries to mumble along a little bit. And oh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. And then she leads the uh, end credits song, which is pretty cool, too. But Cher, um, yeah, it makes you realize that the other singers weren't quite up to task. Not to say they're bad. They're just, they're not professional singers. That's all. Okay. And Cassie, you saw a couple of things you said. Yeah. Well, last week I went to the screening of The Meg. Which I thought was fantastic. The Meg. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I, I was there by myself, but I sat next to um, Dave and Cassie and their children. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it's, I didn't expect much because I am not a shark movie guy. I didn't really think, I, again, I try to avoid as much as I can prior to movies. So I knew it was about a giant shark. Uh, but I didn't know anything else apart from that. And I was pleasantly surprised. I just think it's a really, really fun, entertaining movie that doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, I mean, some of the acting in it wasn't the greatest. I think J- Jason no. Statham was probably the best <laughs> in the movie. And um, Jason Statham, he, he talks like this the entire yeah. time. And, yeah, the whole, you know, there's not a lot of excitement in his voice. But, um, but he's good. I mean, he knows what sort of movie he's in, much in the same way he knows what sort of movie he's in with the Fast and Furious pictures. And uh, they just ride the waves, so to speak. I mean, they know it's silly. They, You know, especially toward the end when, you know, Jason is trying to outswim this, you know, Megalodon, 75-foot-long yeah. Megalodon. And, you know, it's obviously very funny. But it's entertaining. I mean, it's like, who cares? I mean, I think the people that take it way too seriously are the ones that didn't like it. You just got to take it for what it is. Cassie, did, were your kids afraid? No, actually, okay. my <coughs> excuse me, my youngest son, who is six years old, he was excited because he loves like, um, like he's into Godzilla, so he's he loves like these big, yeah, monster, you know, kinds of things, yeah, oversized creatures and all that stuff. So I was like, ah, should I bring him? Because I was worried it was going to be too, like, yeah. bloody and or stuff. Or nightmares or something, yeah. But he, he loved it. He thought it was fun and entertaining. Um, he wasn't scared at all. Uh-huh. In fact, when we got home the next day, he wanted to see Jaws. So I'm like, okay. So he saw <laughs> That's Jaws. That's a little scarier. Actually, I don't... Yeah. Actually, 
I don't think Jaws was scary at all, oh, even as a kid. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going in that water. I was more fascinated <laughs> seeing the shark, but it's funny, though, after we've seen so much CGI and the special effects it they have today. not so yeah. great. When I was watching it, uh, Jaws yesterday, I'm like, oh, this is horrible. This is the worst. <laughs> you can totally tell it's a fake shark. And, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and Bruce. He- Bruce the shark is what they called that mechanical monstrosity. And the interesting thing about that picture, now, of course, it came out in, what, 76, 77, something Pretty like old. that? Yeah. Yeah, it is old. It, it. The first one, I guess the second one was pretty good, too. And I don't know what they rated that. I don't know. The PG-13 rating didn't come into play, actually, until after Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and how that really kind of pushed that rating. But PG was the rating for Jaws. And the thing is, with the Meg, uh, that's a PG-13 film. So you do get some gore, but the gore that you get generally and I think you probably agree, Cassie, mm-hmm. is like when the Meg tears apart a whale. Yeah. And you oh. get all that blubber <laughs> floating on the water. It's Yuck. gross. It's goopy and all that kind of stuff, but it's a whale. And uh, Who you don't cares really. about a whale? People, yeah, so... people get eaten, but when they get eaten, you know, the jaws are so big that they it's a full chomp and they're gone. It's not like they're yeah, getting you don't bit s- in half or anything. Yeah, you don't see body parts mm. floating down to the bottom of the ocean uh, or anything like that. And yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like... I think there was one limb. I think we got one <laughs> limb through the whole thing. Well, that's PG for sure if it's only one limb. Yeah. Speaking of Godzilla yeah, yeah, and yeah, whales... Yeah, they, yeah they, if they would have had more than one, it would have been an R, but yeah. no. Speaking of Godzilla read, and whales... Though, that they cut out a, a scene where uh, a disembodied head uh, fell on the deck oh, yeah. or whatever, That's but they much. purposely cut this thing down so it wouldn't be an R because obviously they want a big audience. Well, yeah, and, they, and they got it. I mean, they, they it made a lot more money than it was projected to make. So, they, um, you know, do, good for them. Well, Lots and they injected humor into it, which I think is important. Forty-four point five million, pretty good. Yeah. What did it cost yeah. to make it? Uh, well, this is just a weekend gross. So oh, I mean, oh, okay. you know. That's right. Yeah, I mean, it still has a long way to go. But it's Cassie's theater right. average. The, the, the humor in the thing is what makes it. Some of it's on purpose. Some of it isn't on purpose. But again, it's so ridiculous, you laugh at it. It's per three. You know, theater when, average is like crazy high. $10,800, um, which is twice that of Mission Impossible. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's probably going to do well again this now we're getting into August. It's getting a little tricky. You know, kids are going back to college or getting ready to go back to school, uh, high school and whatever in some parts of the country already. So the box office is going to start to wane now until the end of the month. Um, so take... we got Mile 22 with Mark Wahlberg. It's an action picture this week. So, you know, it doesn't really have that much competition this week. It probably will do well again at least this week. All right. We'll, we'll talk see. about the other movies as soon as we come back from this break. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use, and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, a way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash, without having to write a check. The app processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account, literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. This is Tom Why Not Bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. <laughs> Tommy. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away 
and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. This isn't shark music. I'm back. He's back, and I've been kicked out of the chair. (laughs) Better than you. Kicked out. You got yeah. You got kicked out of the big shot chair. Is that it? Yes. Anybody here left-handed? No. I know it's left-handed. Left-handers day. day, So. Oh, Oh, it is. It's leftorium day. Alex is left-handed. I know. I already. Melissa's left-handed. My brother Terry's left-handed. So, there you go. Does uh, batting right and left-handed mean anything? Because I, I do both. I think you Probably should accept not. the day as your own. Right. Why not? Big shot. Do not have any new news about Aretha. She's just, you know, Ill. she's Ill. said before. Ill. She's Ill. Ill, et cetera, et cetera. That's terrible. That's a real bummer, man. That is, oh, that's terrible. And she's only 76, too. It's like, don't be falling gravely ill when you're only 76. She's the, well, First woman in uh, inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Did you know that? The first woman ever. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. I thought it would be Brenda. Probably Lee. the inaugural cat class. I hope. I mean, why wait for her, man? They got to give it to her right away. That's a good question, actually. Let's see. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Beep. Aretha. I feel bad. She's only seventy-six. I know. She's. Pretty young. We I'm thought, shocked. I thought she was at she least was 80 or something. <laughs> well, she's been around, it seems like, yeah. in American culture forever. So Aretha was the second year. Second year? Well, oh, wait. Yeah, okay, so the Rock, the, and Roll, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was established in 83, oh. but it didn't induct anyone until 86, and Aretha was 87, so. Okay. So no women in the first year? No. How shocking! Who's in the Women first are year? overlooked and underappreciated. Gotta make them earn it. <laughs> the only people, the only person right. <laughs> in the first year that isn't like an obvious one is well, Sam Cooke is kind of. Oh yeah, Sam Cooke was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But he's like you. There are others that you'd think like um, Marvin Gaye, Eddie Cochran, oh, Bo course. Diddley. B.B. Yep. King, they yep. all weren't in in the first year. They weren't? Nope. Ricky Nelson, Roy Orbison. Sure. Oh, does they were all the second year. Me. Does it say how big the... Is it like where, like in sports, they only had let 10 people in a year, so Probably. that was not everybody in the I think in? so. I think it's like five or six. Yeah. Probably true. Um, but... Yeah, they definitely want to keep that an exclusive club. They can't just hand out awards to anybody. So who did they put in the first year? The Beatles and the Rolling Stones? Uh, Beatles. Elvis, probably. Beatles and Rolling Stones weren't in there for... Uh, Beatles was the third year. What? Wow. Yeah, so I don't know. And the Rolling Stones were the fourth year. So it's racist. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Against white people. Again. It, well, it kind of is, actually. About time. It kind of is. The first year is like almost entirely black people. Yeah, see? So. Oh, yeah, Kevin. Kevin's going wild. We're coming. We got Chuck yeah. Berry, <laughs> Chuck Berry, James Brown, Ray Charles, Sam Cooke, Fats Hoot, Domino. Fats Domino. Uh, the Everly Brothers, which is an odd one. No, they were huge. Were they? They were huge. Oh, before, I, before my time. Before my time as uh, well. <laughs> Buddy Holly, Jerry Lee Lewis, Little Richard, oh, so and Elvis. Your, and yeah. Elvis, yeah, all the early ones. These were all the, yeah, uh, yeah the foundation yeah, yeah. they the were the rock yeah. progenitors, basically. Absolutely. This time I'm walking to New Orleans. I love that song. Walking to New Orleans. I'm, I'm echoing you, Tom. Phenomenal song. <laughs> Thank you for that, Tom. By the way, Catherine, <laughs> I cannot... I wanted him to think that his headphones were echoing. <laughs> I cannot reveal who it was that I interviewed this morning. He asked that I not tell anyone, and he asked... He asked for me personally, so I had to kind of follow his nicest guy. You wouldn't believe how nice this man is. But um, so he didn't ask for you to yell at you. That's good. I'm sorry, you He really grilled him for an hour. But you know what he's, he wants to do? What? Because we were talking about many, many different things. How he grew up and how I grew up and all the rest of it. Don't tell him. 
I'm not telling anybody. He's going to call Trace because he wants Trace to know that he appreciates people like him. Oh. How cool is that? This guy is one of the nicest people. He's a huge star, but he's the nicest guy in the world. When, when is the secret to be revealed? I think Wednesday. Oh. And, and had you known this guy before this interview no. well? No. You, you didn't talk to him before at all? I have. I interviewed him like 27 years ago, but I have no idea why he, why he asked for me to. He said, I'll do one interview, but I only want to deal with Tom. And I don't That's know awesome. why. Let's see. Iconic Award, Radio Hall of Fame right. Award. The list goes on and on. The Minnesota panel. Okay, can you give us a hint? Music or movies or, or, or acting or, or music or what? Uh, it's music. Okay. Huge, huge band. But, Diddy. Yeah, it's P. Diddy. That's exactly right. <laughs> no, it's Kanye West. Kanye <laughs> West. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> so the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is still going. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even though arguably there are there's a finite number of big rock and roll bands because they really don't make of them anymore no, so much. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. It's true. So some of the bands or performers that they had to go with in recent years because they're just kind of running out of people, so they're loosening. You know, so like everyone in the first couple years, like the ones I said, you know, they're pretty much inarguably the same genre. But no. then recently we've got things like Joan Bays or Baez. Joan Baez. Joan Baez. It's a millennial. <laughs> he did just as well it's as I actually, did. It's actually, it's Baez. Well, everyone says Baez. Well, they you. can go to hell. Uh, <laughs> Tupac, oh, nice. N.W.A., um, Green Day. Well, you're feeling that stand empowered for neighbors today. Neighbors with attitude. I think that's yeah. I think that's what <laughs> neighbors yeah. with attitude. Like, I, think is I don't know if those people are rock and roll so much. Yeah, because well, it's more just a music hall of fame. We were talking earlier. Abba's in there too. Yeah, as is Madonna. Madonna has always turned my stomach. I mean, I know she's a gross her person. Voice, no, it it her voice just grates on me. I just hate her voice. Yeah, you don't like Italians. I think... <laughs> no. She's Italians. just... I think she's awful. Madonna's Italian. I thought she was Jewish. Chacone. Chacone, yeah. Oh, no, she yeah. converted... Well, she was doing that Kabbalah. Oh, the Kabbalah. Yeah. 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 She, she goes whichever way the uh, wind blows. Oh, yeah, she's Catholic. Catholic Italian. I just loved it when or, she start, when she got married to Guy Ritchie. And he's English, and then all of a sudden she had an English accent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was the worst one ever. She's it's just awful. Awful. She's no. terrible. Jeez, Madonna's mom died of breast cancer at 30. Oh, yeah. God. She was young. Mm. And, uh, yeah, Madonna's dad pretty much raised her on her own. That's no good. Hey, have you ever heard uh, Tevin do his English accent? First of all, guys, I don't do accents in other either. people's <laughs> voice as well, so we're not even going to jump down this rabbit hole. Yeah, I suppose that's all was, true. There was, I feel like there was a comedian on that did a British accent pretty well when I was at the House of Comedy, and they threw it to me like, Tevin, you do one, and it was the worst English accent ever. It's like that having, goes tell you uh, uh, it's it's like having so Brad Blanks try to just do an American accent. <laughs> oh, God. It's awful. By so many people just go straight for the, like... Oh crap! What was that like? Cockney play. Yep. Um, My Fair Lady. The... Oliver Twist was oh, it? Oliver yeah. Twist. Yeah, yes. they go for that. Like, yeah, they. Can I have some more? Kind of little. <laughs> Just a little bit British. Yeah. There you go. Oh, look and listen to that. That wasn't one hundred percent horrible. <laughs> Sounded more like well, the South Michael Caine is, is than famous him. for his Cockney act. Say Michael Caine. Oh, yeah. I love Michael yeah. Caine. Michael but he Caine. has like a non-gross Cockney Michael accent. Caine. Cockney can sound really gross. Yeah. Well, when they do the rhyming, rhyming. The is Cockney part, rhyming is so just dumb. <laughs> it sounds like they have brain damage. <laughs> well, honestly, God, instead of going. Sorry, like, everyone who from. The, ripped. Oh, yeah. okay. Instead of just saying, <laughs> I'm going to go up to bed, they go, apples and pears, up and down the stairs, yeah. and they just keep rhyming everything. It's like, just tell me you're going to bed. All right. <laughs> yeah, I was say, even without the British accent, that's annoying. Yeah. You just to talk like that. What are you looking at me for? He said, just because I don't want you getting any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't continue don't down that me. road. That's what you're telling me. Don't continue down the road. That's it. Yeah. And, yeah. and actually, Tim, I have a question for Tim because I saw yeah. these uh, James Bond rumors. I want to know if you have any uh, insights. Yes. Is yes. Idris Elba about to be the next James Bond? Yeah, they're going to ruin it. Well, you know, that everybody, that he, he's been the talk 
for years ab- about that, and Idris himself has come out and said, no, no, there's no truth to that. Um, but now he says and, and there it, is it, truth it, to that. It did seem yeah. sort of weird, though, because I think Craig is on for two more pictures. So, yeah, I mean, they're getting way ahead of the horse by, you know, the cart ahead of the horse by naming him, even though they haven't started filming the the newest one yet. So, I, you know, I hope, he, I hope he is. I mean, I think he's certainly got, good he's got the chops for it. But here's the thing. I mean, he's, he's pushing 50. Daniel Craig is getting ready to retire the character at age 50. So... I mean, he definitely will be a late bloomer if he does indeed get the role. Well, Tim. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, Tim, last night, because Dave and I went and saw Mission Impossible 3. And it was fantastic. That fallout? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like. Mission Impossible 6. Yeah. It wasn't like in your face action all the time. But when you had the action scenes, they were phenomenal. And. um, Right. But there was. Dave brought up a thing that Henry. Cavill might want to put, throw his hat in to be the next Bond, and I don't see that at all. But um, by the way he looked in Mission Impossible, you know, one actor I think that would play Bond very well is Jamie Dornan, who played Christian Grey. I know it's oh, here yeah, but he actually well, so he, he's a, he's out. <laughs> well, no, yeah. no, no, he is actually, after that. If you yeah. seen if you seen the show The Fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's on Netflix. Jamie Dornan is a, right. he plays the yeah. serial killer and rapist, mm-hmm. and um, he's actually a v- really good actor. I, I hated that the fact that he got picked to be in as Christian Grey in Fifty Shades. Yeah. Um, well, a, Charlie Hunnam was the first guy, and right. uh, he wisely dropped out because yeah. anybody who has suffered through even one of those pictures, I mean, the, oh, the dialogue God. is dreadful. Uh, I know. And um, so you know, I guess it, it, yeah. Anybody could. It, it, you're only as good as the script is generally the saying. Um, so who who knows? I mean, possibly. I mean, I've heard, uh, you know, Jackman. But Jackman again. There you go. He's he's getting pushing fifty. Mm-hmm. Tom Hiddleston. Um, there's a great miniseries if you haven't seen it. I think it was on AMC originally. It's called The Night Manager, and uh, he's mm-hmm. really really good. Hiddleston played Loki in the uh, um, horror I, movie. I can see. I so, can see him being Bond. Too, but then there's Idris Elba, you know, and there's so there's different names have been batted around. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the reason Craig worked was because he was still a relative unknown when he was cast. So if if you're very well known, problem is, you know, Jamie Dornan, uh, people might think of again, unfortunately, Fifty Shades of Grey first, or or. The fall, I mean, for that matter. They say, well, because it's on, I haven't seen the, is that the one with Gillian Anderson? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I haven't seen it, but is that going to, you know, having, will he be stuck with that sort of character now, you know, and and will will he be able to break out of that mold? I don't don't know. But uh, we'll find out. What was Daniel Craig's first Bond movie? Do you remember? Skyfall. Casino Royale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Casino Royale. Royale. How long ago was that? Like 10 years ago? About that. Yeah. That, yeah, I remember seeing that as like a little kid. Uh, 2006. Oh, 12 years the ago. The interesting thing about Craig's Bond movies, it's been consistently hit and miss. Yes. Casino Royale was great. Quantum of Solace sucked. Well, maybe they shouldn't have called great. it Quantum of Solace. Um, Inspector was, wasn't bad but it wasn't nearly as good as skyfall so it's kind of been an up and down thing for him but uh, he just brought such of an edge to the character that really nobody really had prior to him and i think people really like that i like it i i just think that he, he's kind of got that surly pissed off thing going all the time and, I, and I don't know that's what i like Bond about it anyway well <laughs> From what I gather, Craig is going to do one last Bond movie. One? Then... See, yeah, I didn't know if it was one or two. I thought it was two, but it, if it is one, then then I suppose they should start talking about who's going to replace them. Well, see, then Al- Alba will be 50 when the next one will come out in uh, but 20... But he 45. 22. But um, Dave brought up a good point to me. Uh, David Tennant would probably make a good hmm. Bond as well, and he would bring back, like, the Sean Connery, the Scottish... Kind of bond mm-hmm. back, and um, uh, he's too 
Wayfish. Wayfish? Well, see, that's the thing. Bond has never been one of those no. over, you know, well, muscular, no. big. I mean, he's been kind no, of but like he's, a... He is pretty small, though, isn't he, Tennant? Yeah, David Tennant, like, I would... I, if he picked up a gun, I would be surprised that he... His <laughs> heavy. arm doesn't snap I off. love David yeah. Tennant. He, he's one of a really good actor. He can play very serious in Broadchurch, and then he had he played Doctor Who, uh, uh, and it, that was kind of a quirky, fun character. Mm-hmm. So he's got a good range of um, acting abilities. So. There you mm-hmm. have it. We will be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I'd been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it's as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it because I have a pretty big melon, pretty big head, and my pillow will prop it right up. I can get my neck aligned and I sleep very well because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for my listeners. My pillow is offering buy one my pillow and get another absolutely free. Don't delay. Order now. This offer expires August 1st. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code TOM. Call 1-800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call Roger or Eddie right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. What is this, the cheapest orchestra they could find? It didn't even sound like <laughs> yeah, it was how, many high, how many high school bands played this? The only James Bond I'll ever care about is Goldeneye. Because of Goldeneye on the N64. Yes, one of the greatest video games of all time. Oh my <laughs> god, here we go. <laughs> the golden gun. I will tell you, this is an absolute fact too. I went to see Quantum of Solace with a friend of mine. I grew up with this man. He's a black man in America today. And he said the oh, following gee, about Daniel who. Craig. You ready? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. He said, as we're leaving the theater, he says about Daniel Craig, now that man looked like a monkey. Oh, <laughs> you know, he's got he those does ears. have those he's ears. Yeah. yeah, he's got like some monkey of the wrestler ears. cauliflower ear type. There is know. that. I guess fantastic. A black man because Daniel Craig looks like a monkey. What is what that cauliflower does? ear thing all about? Why do they get those weird ears? Because they get punched yeah. in the ear and breaks the cartilage. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's such a broken up cartilage. Yeah, yeah. it's disgusting. Yeah. He doesn't have it a cauliflower ear though, does? No, he he no. just has those flappy ears. Oh, he just has monkey ears. Yeah. Do your ears hang low? They wobble to and fro. What the hell? Ears like that. I wonder if you can get that fixed. Probably get them pinned back. Yeah, you can pin them back. I think I would if I had that. We had a friend who's no longer with us that had pointy ears. He had them shaved off. He was an elf. Uh, He had seriously his ears came to a point. Who was Vulcan? Was he part Vulcan? Maybe. (laughs) Me do this deal or Romulan? Um, You know who it was. I don't remember any well, ears, pointy When ears. I think of friends that are no longer with us, I think of Vince Flynn. No, no, oh, Vince not Flynn. have pointy ears. Um, His first name was Gordon. Oh. 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 I don't, I, did I ever meet him? Oh, I think so. I don't know if I did. He was Maybe when Alex's I was really, wedding. really young. Oh, yeah, he, was he? Gonna... Well, everyone was at Alex's wedding. Except for Tevin. Yeah, Tevin didn't come. Oh, my invite got lost in the mail, apparently. (laughs) He stiffed us. It was all true. So we actually didn't cover this, but we should cover it. Aretha Franklin is gravely ill and surrounded by her friends and family in Detroit. 
A person close to the soul singer confirmed the person who spoke on the condition of anonymity said the singer is seriously ill. Showbiz 411's Roger Friedman, who first reported the news of Franklin gravely ill on Sunday, said the Queen of Souls family is asking for prayers and privacy. Franklin's family also confirmed the news to local Channel 4 in Detroit. It just doesn't sound uh, good. Did it say in the article there what she has? No. Okay, I just got a TMZ update that it is cancer. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I think this is just posted. Well, if she did have pancreatic cancer, but not the Ooh. kind that most people get, then she could. Well, here that could do it because yeah, there are different but kinds. Back in 2010, it's yeah. A- I mean, Steve Jobs. The only reason he died was because he decided that Western medicine is dumb and he yeah, should go eat moron. berries in the forest. Well, here it's saying Twigs that Aretha is gravely ill, and friends and family are gathering for her final goodbye. So oh. it's probably within the next day, maybe, That's if they're all coming together. So we played something this morning that most people have never heard before, but Aretha Franklin. Got a call that Pavarotti was sick for, uh, I, I can't remember what award. Maybe, I think it was the Grammys or something in, in the opera category. Pavarotti was supposed to sing Nessun Dorma, mm. and he couldn't be there, so she sang it. Unbelievable. Oh, she, her voice is amazing. Absolutely amazing. You might be able to find that, Andy. Aretha Franklin singing Nessun Dorma. She, uh, and she did this part, too. She went like, Nessun Dorma, Nessun Dorma. <laughs> she lowered her voice way down. It was phenomenal. Yeah, she was amazing. But one of the other things about Aretha that I loved the most, Sansevier comes back, and I can't remember the guy's last name, but his name was Tim. He was a gigantic defensive lineman for the Vikings. I mean, a really big guy. And so Bob couldn't say anything to him, but Bob walked into the locker room after a Viking game, and this defensive lineman was singing Respect by Aretha Franklin and misspelling the word. Oh, oh R-P-C-T. What? R-T-E-P-T-C-D. No, that's not it. Misspelling Respect. Here it is. Should I skip ahead? I don't know how long it takes. Yeah, we want to get flagged. Yeah. Here we go. Here it is. Well, kind of skipped to a bad part, but you know. Not bad. What a voice. Here's a woman, a black woman from Detroit, doesn't speak English, but she just steps right in and learns it. She's speaking Italian. She didn't speak Italian. English? Didn't oh, she speak didn't speak English? Italian, I meant. Oh, <laughs> she was going to say what? Why no, would she Detroit speak English? Speak English. Yeah, she doesn't speak English from Detroit either. Well, so never mind. She speaks Detroit language. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, I was thinking maybe she was, like, I don't know, raised speaking yeah. Jamaican well, or something. What was, nope. that, what was that one uh, she performed, and she just ripped off her wig? Right on stage. Yeah. She's like, I've had enough of it. I think she was like really hot. And she's just itchy. like, you know, screw it. Oh, <laughs> Rip it yeah. up and kept on saying. Yep. Yeah, she's she's the queen of soul, she that's for sure. She is. Sorry to hear that she probably is not going to live another 24 to 48 hours because yeah. I have loved her since I was a little boy. Amazing. Quite the that's talent. Really, really talented woman, but I don't know. What you got to come in and make me sad? I was in such a great mood because of my interview. I just, and you guys made me sad. That's what we I'm do here. Sorry. It's your fault. It's all your fault. That's all I we have We don't to want say. you to be too happy. Yeah, why would I want to be That'll too ruin happy? Your That's, reputation. You're absolutely right. Uh, Tom, why would you want to be happy? <laughs> come on. We were talking about radio boot camp and how I was a little bit shocked at how a lot of the talent that was up on the stage, not. Um, I mean, there were, I don't know, there was like four days of panels, I think. Yeah. Uh, how they let it rip, <laughs> considering that they're in the industry and they were just very honest and swearing a lot. And Yeah, they kind of were, mm-hmm. including me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was, a, that was a very nice thing. We went down there on Thursday, and we're there Thursday night, Friday, and then came back home on Saturday. But I thought it went very well. Don Anthony runs a radio boot camp, and it's you, you just get, a, get on these panels, and you answer questions, and you make comments. Basically, you, m- you mostly answer questions. So it went very well. I thought it was very... It was very, very nice going to radio boot camp. And uh, I said this, though, and I talked about it this morning on the KQ Morning Show. Television, it may be too late for them because they haven't figured out yet the 18 to 49 demo is not going to work. It's not going to work. People under 30 don't watch television anymore. And they don't have a lot of cash. Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of cash either. I think it was you that made the point that the people who have all the money... 80% 80% of the wealth in America is owned by pe- people 55 or over, yep. which is completely out of the radio demo, 25 to 54, which makes no sense at all. But the amazing thing is, Catherine pointed this out, that by the time those people 55 years old have died, their children, who are now right around 30, will be f- over 50 years old. They'll so inherit the wealth again. They'll inherit the mm-hmm. wealth again when they're in their 50s. If I, there's I, anything left to inherit... I plan. I on, plan on pissing it all away. You know, the, the whole twelve dollars. <laughs> I'm gonna piss the whole twelve dollars away. But no, it was, it was really great, and I met a bunch of really nice people. Lamont from Lamont and Tonelli in uh, San Francisco is a great guy. I've known Paul Castanova from Miami for years. Uh, Steve Dahl, I've known for years. He, of course, is a legendary uh, Chicago talent. He invented the way radio is done now. A lot of people give Howard Stern the credit, but I'm sorry. It was Steve Dahl that invented that, not Howard Stern. Um, and then we also had Tom Griswold from Bob and Tom, who uh, they've never been in this market, so you might not have heard of them. But I think they're in Rochester, Minnesota. They're, they're in a number of places. But what I was really impressed with is they were all very, very nice. They didn't. Mm-hmm. No one was being a jerk or all cocky or whatever. They were very nice. It was really nice to be up there answering questions. I had to kind of break up a battle between Castronova and Steve Dahl for a second there, but honest to God. The Scandinavian versus the Italian. Steve Dahl. Dahl is definitely Scandinavian. I I thought it was British. No. Let's see here. But anyway, Steve Dahl is one of the funniest men men on earth, and Paul Castronova is this big Italian guy, right? So Dahl says something. Yeah, I can't remember the because apparently Dahl hung up on him once when he was a guest. Mm. He said he was saving him from himself, though. That's what he said. Yeah, (laughs) he said because I think you were making something. Something maybe it was like a racist comment, and I said he's Italian. What'd you think he was gonna do? (laughs) That didn't fly with a lot of Italian people, but they got over it. Germany, Norway, Denmark, and Sweden. So there you go. It's Dahl. Why, is, why does everything that comes out of my mouth have to be Googled to see if it's true? Wrong. To see if it's true. Well, you I'm, are I'm a woman. taking offense. Oh, you are a woman. <laughs> hey, see? 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 This is why we hate men. <laughs> well, I thought she was going to go with black people. <laughs> my we favorite, hate though. black people, yes. Yeah, my favorite, though, is when they Google, if you say something, then they have to fact check you, and then you end up being right. Yeah. That's when you just do the... Yeah. the because Across the room, is that glance. part of mansplaining? Is yeah, that well, part it's the last-ditch last effort to hope that we're right. Yeah. Oh, I, I, is that what it is? I, <laughs> I just yeah, Google yeah, everything. Your brains go, woman can't be right, woman can't yeah, be right. right. <laughs> Am I really wrong about this, too? Please don't let me be wrong. I'll just stand there with my hands on my hips and that long, you know, stare. <laughs> and then I'll be like, yep, you remember just that. I was I right. Said. Yep. Yeah. Uh, men. Now, who, it says Rose quits Twitter after backlash. Who's Rose? Oh, Ruby Rose. She, um. Who's that? She's, she was in Orange is the New Black, and now she's oh, in the yeah, new yeah. Okay. Meg movie, and she's cast to be the new Batwoman. Batwoman, yeah. And I believe the Batwoman's mm. character is gay. She's a lesbian. Yeah, As is Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose is too. Yeah, well, and she is. Yeah, and I guess people were kind of bashing her on Twitter, saying oh, that she's course. not a lesbian when she's like, "What are you talking about? Oh, I came out God. of the closet when I was twelve. I am a lesbian." Yeah. I, she's like, "Why is this even an issue?" And so she just kind of shut down her Twitter page and Good just yeah, her. And don't she, engage with that crap. Yeah, and like on Instagram, she's still active on Instagram, but she shut off her comment. So nobody can leave mm, comments. Good for her. So why do it? Yeah, she seems like a pretty cool. I mean, she was great in the Meg. You know, she actually looked more like an 
anime character because of her hair and stuff. Oh, yeah. But yeah, and so, and I think she, uh, the Batwoman's character is going to be introduced in the show Arrow on CW. It's going to be introduced yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming it's going to slowly progress. She's going to be in the movie. Oh my gosh, I think it's the next Harley Quinn movie. Not the name is escaping uh, me right now. It's at Gotham City Sirens. No, no. Um, no what was the... It's something Birds of Prey or something oh, no. like that. Oh, That's what okay. it's called. You know, Tom, you would know her too from she was in the last John Wick movie. Oh yes, exactly, so, exactly. Yeah, she's great. I mean, she's terrific and she's smart. Yeah, why put up with that crap? Just exactly. get you know, get off of Twitter, man. This uh, next Just... line is one of the most ignorant things I've ever heard in my entire life. They're called actors for a reason, okay? Where on earth did Ruby is not a lesbian, therefore she can't be a bat uh, Batwoman come from? <laughs> She's not a lesbian, so she can't play a lesbian. She's an actor. That's what she does. Because social media and it turns gives out she is a lesbian. voice to every dolt idiot on earth walking. That's the problem. Even if she wasn't weren't a lesbian, she could play a lesbian because she's an actor. That's what they do. I mean, good God. Right. And if if people knew how many times like their favorite whatever actor in an action movie scene oh, is yeah. gay or lesbian or whatever, their head yeah. would explode. Like, it doesn't have any impact on what you're watching mm, on There's screen. no question about it. It has no impact whatsoever, so shut your cake hole. That's what Tevin was just saying, basically. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he just More or less. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, she came out at 12 and have for the past five years had a deal with she's too gay. How do you y'all flip it like that? So for five years she was too gay, and now she's not gay enough. Yeah. Like, come on, man! What is that? I just I don't understand. You are just this one thing, okay? You're just a lesbian, or you're just gay. Well, that pretty much is her personality. Black, you're white. You're. Why do you always have to categorize everything? Because it's well, easy. everything that I've seen her in, she just. She plays the character, right. you know. Well, that's it. I see. That's a great character. She kicked ass in John Wick too. You yeah, know? she did. She was a great character. I mean, you know? Tevin's on the show because he's an Octoroon. I mean, come on. <laughs> You even know so what an octoroon is? <laughs> what did you just call me? I'm offended. <laughs> I'm you deeply offended. And, and you should be offended. An octoroon <laughs> is somebody who's all eight races. No, oh. it's not. It's not? It's someone who's an eighth black. Is oh, an octoroon? Now I'm offended. See, you no, got you're Googled. a quadroon. Yay. Yeah, he's, he Googled the white man. Now I'm offended. <laughs> now I'm offended. So well, quadroon, and rune sound... An octoroon is not someone who's one-eighth black. Yep. Well, then it changed because it used to be someone who was all eight races. Nope. Yes, it did, too. <laughs> all right, we got to go. We'll be right back in a bit. Timmy, thank you, man. All right, we'll talk to you Thursday. Behave.